Welcome to the Double Technical Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Lucas Fryman, and this is a fantastic Friday. I hope everyone is doing well, and apologies that there was no video at the beginning of this week. Yours truly was not feeling very well, but I am back to like 95%, which is, I think, full capacity when you have a one-month-old child. Um, but with that being said, we got a lot of things to talk about, exciting things, a lot of basketball. And of course, to join us for the entire show is Michael McCarthy, since we are talking about basketball. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, man? I am alive and well, and that is all that matters. <laughs> so, there you go. I, I'm just going to dive into it. Obviously, we start with the local segment every time. That is brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code DOUBLETECHNICAL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. We are going to jump into UK, and this was something that me and you talked about last week, Michael, and um, so we, we've gotten a few announcements, not as many as I was hoping to have by this time. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> which is uh, a little bit... L- I, I don't want to say frustrating, but just like <coughs> unnerving because you're just, you know, waiting. People. I think it's a good sign. Is it? You think so? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so in case uh, people listening live under a rock, um, PJ Washington, as we, we all knew, has declared for the draft. Um, Haggins surprisingly uh, decided to come back for his second season. And then Keldon Johnson has declared, but not officially signing with an agent because he wants to test the waters. And depending on how that goes, he may return for his second season. So what is, what was your reaction? Because PJ, we, we all knew like that. That was not even anything we had to think about, but what was your reaction when Haggins decided to stay? I mean, I think it's the right decision and I think it's awesome. Um, You know, obviously there's usually a pretty, pretty good jump from year one to year two. Um, So we're looking for, I think what we saw from Hagen's in January more consistently throughout the year. And man, he's got an entire off season to work on his shot to get it even slightly more accurate. And I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be key for this team next year. I I just I don't know. It's one of those things that I still was so surprised that he decided to. But I'm with you. I think it made sense for him. I, he he is yeah. he he's a PJ. You know, PJ was great last year, and he was an NBA draft prospect. But PJ really benefited from this second season. Like his draft yeah. stock was way higher than it would have been if he would have went last year. Correct. Now. What do you think is going to happen with Keldon? I mean, I, it, the smart play is to assume he's a draft, but I love the fact that he's talking about if he's not get, that he wants to be a lottery pick, um, and he's borderline on whether or not he'd be a lottery pick. I mean, man, sophomore year Keldon Johnson has the chance to be something unbelievable. Definitely a lottery lottery pick at that point. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. <sighs> I I would love that. And we, Oh, it'd be awesome. We fantasized about it last week a little bit. But it so now we still have a few like unknowns with Tyler Hero. Um Yeah. Wh- why do you think it's taking so long to announce? Cuz I think he's really looking at it. I I I think Hero convinced himself especially when he was playing really well in the middle of the season that he was gone 
Mm-hmm. And then now that, now that I think that the season's over, there's a legitimate argument for him to come back, and he's having to convince himself that that is the right move for him. I think, okay, so Kelvin Johnson comes back. I think he can be all SEC. Yeah. If Tyler Hero comes back, I think he has a chance to be an All-American. Darn. That's that's a... We haven't had an All-American on UK squad in a while. Um, Since Euless. Was Euless All-American? Yeah. Holy cow. I didn't know that. I was I was thinking Anthony, actually. No, Kali Stein was also. Wow. Man, see, this is why you're a UK guy, because you, you have all this <laughs> internal knowledge that I simply do not. Um, yes, because I, I dedicate way too much of my spare time following <laughs> what 18 and 19-year-old basketball players do. Hey. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. That is a proud <laughs> statement there. Be, be, be happy with that. So I know, again, we, we talked about this last week, though, but now that it's becoming more and more likely and, and not us really dreaming, Keldon, let's say, because I honestly think he's going to come back because – I haven't heard much trending. I think ESPN has him ranked as uh, the 25th pick currently. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that if, if he truly wants to be a lottery pick, then he's going to have to come back. Um. Hero, I don't know where they currently have him ranked, but seriously, now that this is becoming real, what do we do? Like, how many win a lot of basketball games (laughs) well that's what i saw one person say is that you know if kelden comes back 100 percent, it's 38 no again at least but no no that's (laughs) i i would i would run on the court and trip somebody to cause us to lose a game just to relieve that pressure come tournament time true yeah i don't think anybody should ever try to do that again that that was that was rough. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, that just... was. Oh, I mean, it was my favorite season, but yeah, it was stressful there at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, where, where, man? If if those three all come back, we are stacked next year. I, well, and then that's where kind of like how we talked previously. What do we do with the other players? I mean, how many transfers are we going to end up having to lose, though? Well, I don't think. I, not many, like um, as especially if you look at our team right now. Why would Richards or Montgomery leave? There are only centers. Yeah, I mean you're looking at 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 worst twenty minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get that at another premier pro- program. That you know you're not going to get more than that. So there's no reason for them to leave. Mm-hmm. And then you know power forward. That's where it's going to be interesting because we're going to, I think we're going to have to play small in the other four positions that let everybody get playing time because mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of good players. It, it, I hate, this is one of the things though. like, it's awesome and great. And I love the idea of actually having some experience even more next year. But then, yeah. then we get down to the thing though, where like with the Harrison twins, when they came back, and then all of a sudden, it, uh, you know, I don't want to say it, quote unquote, screwed things up, but then that's when John had to implement that platoon system. It it make it's hard to get everybody their time when you have right. That much. We we still won't be as talented as that team was from top to bottom, though. But we will. 
I mean, and plus the platoon got used against us in negative recruiting, so we won't ever use that again. But, you know, I I think you're going to have a lot of... I mean, honestly, if you're going to play... So you're one, two, and three is going to be... Yeah, you would have to... Keldon and Hero would have to maybe share time at the three. Mm -hmm. But that... Because you're going to have... Yeah, because you're going to have, what, Quickly and Maxi mm-hmm. sharing the two and the one. And then Baker would also be coming in there. So you're and saying Higgins is coming off the bench? No, I think Higgins is your starting point. Oh, okay. Okay. With Maxi as your two. And then I would say Hero is your three. You start EJ at center, and then uh, what's his name? The other stud we have coming in at the four. But then, then yeah. you got Keldon coming off the bench, which I don't know if he'll be overly fond of, though. I mean, it is what it is. He, he can come off the bench and still get twenty five minutes, thirty minutes of playing time. That's true. Uh it it's just we we'd be loaded for sure. It, it it's exciting. I'm really waiting on what Hero wants to do. Um I was really hoping that everything would be done and we could talk about it all, but instead, we're still waiting a week later. Um, Who would you pick if you could only pick one though? Keldon or Hero? Um honestly, I would pick I would want Keldon to stay. That's funny because I think I would take Hero. I Hero is playing better defense by the end of the year. True. Keldon's upside, I think, is higher. But Tyler Hero is the kind of guy that's made to dominate the college game. Well, and I think that's my thing is I'm looking at Keldon at he is built and can play. Like you said, he has just a higher ceiling than Hero. And I would love to see that come true and you know really start peaking and showing in college but i mean definitely hero i agree with you he's definitely the guy that's ready i mean to go yeah you know he he was really someone we relied on towards the later half of the season i mean he bailed us out a lot of times while keldon and haggins both seemed to uh regress as the season went on um but i don't know i just uh, Keldon's, like you said, potential is why I would want him because he could be better than Hero, but Hero is better right now. Yeah, I, I want them all, but I might be free. <laughs> I I want them all too, but then I also freak out about making sure all the players are happy and we have good chemistry. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's not my problem. That that's for Cal to figure out. I know it. <laughs> you're 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 the fan, and we just get to be bystanders and watch everything happen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, fun stuff. Now, on to the next UK uh, bullet point, Brian. Uh, give your take on the season. All right, great, Brian. Um, so next, <laughs> no comment, Michael. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fantastic. Thank you, thank you. It, it's yeah. just a joke. We love you, Brian. We understand you couldn't make it. Go, go. Uh, play that music um, for for you know for the record i feel like that was the best take brian's had on uk all year 
Wow. That, that, is, <laughs> that is noted in the record book and, and be ready for that message once he listens to the show uh, yeah. in our Facebook feed. That is going to be great. So next thing, real quick, just wanted to announce NKU in case you did not see. Uh, Tyler Sharp will uh, be joining the show. Uh, I'll be interviewing him to friday or today as this goes up but you won't won't be able to hear it until monday because i want to make sure it's edited and sounds great but we're That's super awesome. appreciative that he wanted to join the show super appreciative to uh michael who wrote all the excellent questions um i'm conducting the interview but uh definitely can't take really any other credit other than i know how to read because michael <laughs> you know made great questions and uh so thank you, Michael, and thank you, Tyler Sharp, for wa- wanting to join the show. We're so excited. He's going to be NKU's front man next year, and it, it's it's just awesome. And we're we're glad to have him on the show and bring in absolutely some, some local talent because that is yeah. important. Um, the next thing with local, uh, because I thought Brian was going to be here, I had Reds on thoughts on the rough start to the season. Do you have anything that you want to put in there, Michael? Oh, I've, all got, I've got all kinds of notes, man. Oh, okay, go. Um, yeah, so I actually, it, it looks very rough on paper. We're what, three and seven now? Yes. I don't think it's as bad as it looks on paper, though. You don't? No, because defensively and pitching, we're actually not that bad. We just, we have no offense right now. True, very, very true. And offense is going to come around. I mean, we're 28th in batting average. 27th in runs and 29th in hits. These guys are going to start hitting at some point. So if our pitching and defense stays the same, I mean, we're six in ERA. I don't see any reason why this team can't start winning lots of games. Oh, real quick. We are uh, four and eight now. We, uh, we're four and eight. Okay. We, we beat the Marlins uh, five nil today. So, okay. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, but so obviously our bats are starting to come back and we've been winning, but um, here, here's my thing. Do you have faith in this team because of the uh, Puig getting into that fight? I mean, that is like my favorite. I want that Frank of him fighting the entire pirates roster. Um, that's yeah. That's so great. Uh, I, I love it. First of all, like, okay. Can we just talk about the commentators for a second? And maybe I am out of touch with how popular baseball is in this century because I realize it's popular, but I don't think it's anywhere near its popularity peak. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like some more bench clearing brawls and some more heated action would just drive viewership up. Don't don't tell me you're going to start making the same pitch for baseball as people do for basketball. Like you need to have more of the fights and more of the grit and things like that. Well, I no, I I won't necessarily go that. Although I think there's a legitimate argument for that basketball too. <laughs> the in baseball, I kind of feel like at this point, even the commentators when watching a baseball game are talking to you about how perfect and professional and classic and, you know, first class and almost royalty-like their sport is. The pure game of baseball and everything. And I just feel like, I don't know, I'm blue-collar. Like, that's great. It's, I, 
I feel being talked down to trying to listen to baseball or watch baseball. I, I think if they have more action like that, that has me more intrigued. That got me more fired up about the Reds. They showed fight, literally. Yeah, I mean, you mean Puig show fight. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that is true. Yes, yes. <laughs> Puig was not having it. But I did love, though, the manager for the Reds, like, when he came out and after they warned everybody when we did nothing. Like, right. why did we deserve a warning? We didn't throw, like, if that's the case, throw that pitcher out. Like, and yeah. did, did you, I don't know if, how much you watched the game afterwards or if you just kind of saw the fight online, but uh, the pitcher also had pine tar on his shirt and was using it after that. Oh, no, nice. I didn't see that. No. Yeah. 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 The, like literally during the live game, uh, the people who were running uh, the, you know, the, the cameras. Yeah. That thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Were, cameramen, I think is what they're called. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, they like zoomed in at his shirt and they're like, what? Uh, the commentators were like, wait, what is that next to like his belt buckle? And you could see like just above it, there was a bunch of pine tar. And every time he'd throw a breaking ball, he would fix his shirt and then do the pitch. <laughs> and so I, I, and MLB never like officially announced anything in the public because I don't think they wanted that issue of yeah. pine tar, but I wonder if anything happened on the back end or from the pirates organization that we just don't know about. But I mean, it's that seems very typical from a Pittsburgh sports team. Plus, I mean, let's be honest. They're called the pirates. You can't expect them to play it straight up. That's very true. See, again, yeah. you, you just, you have expert knowledge about things and, <laughs> and it's not even a sport that, you know, you, you particularly claim to be an expert in like, no, would, my expert knowledge is I lived in Northern Kentucky, right next to Cincinnati long enough to know when in doubt, hate the team from Pittsburgh. Very good. Yeah. That that's a great yeah. lesson in life. <laughs> yes. I, that, that, that's pretty much the only thing I picked up from living there. All right, so that, that that was the biggest piece of uh um of advice and knowledge that I got. <laughs> Good, I, I'm glad. Um, the next thing that I want to talk but about, but yeah, no, to review though, like, do you not agree? Do you? I mean, on paper, the record looks horrible, but if you actually break down and look at some stats, I don't think it's that bad. I just don't think the offense has got has gotten going yet. I mean, they just they're they're really struggling, you know. I mean that's that's right. It's a hundred percent right. They if they just get the bats going, they'll be better. We still have a few holes in the pitching rotation, but outside of uh, uh, who was it? I think it was Gray um, had a had a rough outing, a few rough outings. Um, we we've been pretty solid. It just we got to hit better. We got to hit. I mean, we went twenty eight innings without a run. <laughs> yeah, we've only got three batters hitting over two fifty. That's a that's a that's not going to get it done. No, that's a harsh stat, man. Two fifty, you should yeah. easily be able to get to that. Ugh. That's that's yeah, that's Reds. But I have faith in Reds, and I think that they can bounce back. And it already looks like they have, as they have beat the Mar uh, Marlins or the Mariners. I always hate when teams are close to the being the same. I think it's the Marlins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The past two games. So let's see if we can uh, get a good old sweep. Um, now, really quickly, uh, before we end the local segment, want to talk FC Cincinnati. Um, I forgot to talk about it um, the week prior. 
um, where we lost 2 0 to Philadelphia. And then on Sunday, we tied Kansas City 1 1, which we should not have tied them. We should have won. Do you get to watch any of the games, Michael? Man, unfortunately not. I'd like to. We're what, 2 2 and 2? We are. That is a good question. Show me the standings. We are. I see I should be better prepared. Yes, 2 2 and 2. Um, okay. And we really should have got a victory, but if we we made a bad goalie decision and for some reason in like it was the it was later in the game he p- ran out to stop the ball and instead just collided with the other FC player and the Kansas City player literally just like walked up and kicked the ball in like there there was no chance it was bad play and just frustrating that we missed out on some solid points there um yeah but well my take will always be in soccer and maybe this is you know slightly biased since i grew up playing goalie but you know it's never the goalie's fault if the goalie gets beat that means 10 other people got beat first that's a good point <laughs> yeah well i never played soccer because uh <laughs> this this man in uh his uh, hand-eye coordination is non-existent so <laughs> all right that is everything local that we wanted to talk about again that's brought to you by SeatGeek. go to seekeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code double technical for 20 dollars off your first ticket purchase uh now if you're ready sir you want to go ahead and dive right into nba yeah sounds great all right so it, it's been a very hard week for me sir um, a very hard week i uh, Dwayne Wade uh, yes. played his last games this week and I wanted to cry and uh, Dirk Nowinski he, he also did but we got to focus on Wade first because that's my man um, what I what are your thoughts on Dwayne Wade and Dirk and what they meant to the NBA and how we celebrate that they're now going to retirement you know let's look back at their wonderful careers I want to know your thoughts on them well, I mean, they're both excellent players, um, but like through most, as with most things in life, I'm going to look at it with the blue tinted glasses that is Kentucky basketball. And I've always liked, <laughs> I've always liked Dirk because of that myth and legend that he apparently said in one interview somewhere at some point in time that if he had gone to college, it was going to be Kentucky. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> I've always liked him. I, I, whoever, I'm sure that's made up, but that is like the myth that. I have decided I enjoy enough to believe. So, um, no, that, that guy, he, especially a few years ago in his prime, he was fun to watch. I really enjoyed watching him play. I love that style that he plays. Um, and yeah, no, he's already great player. And then Wade, Wade's phenomenal. Um, I, once again, through my blue tinted glasses, still have not completely forgiven Wade for destroying Kentucky by himself in the NCAA tournament back in the day. Um, That's what Wade does. You know, he's, he's awesome. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, he did. He dismantled the entire Kentucky team. Uh, Yeah, no, but uh, phenomenal player. Um, I think he needs, I, I, I don't think he quite gets enough credit for how good he is. Um, I think it's a little overshadowed because of winning with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of taken away a little bit on how good he is as a player. Um, I think he deserves a little bit more respect for that. Um, I mean, he's not Paul Pierce good, but he's pretty good. How dare you? 
I had to. I had How to. How um, dare you? That is... <laughs> wow. He is better than Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, keep Dwayne Wade's name out your mouth. Okay, don't don't ever don't ever speak his name because that was just blasphemous, as Stephen A. Smith would say. That was that was yeah. bad. The <laughs> did you did you see by the way that uh, the next game that uh, Paul Pierce did his you know commentary or whatever on with Michelle Beadle and Jalen Rose that they literally listed all of his stats and then compared it to Wade's and he did not beat Wade in any category. Yeah, that makes sense. Paul Pierce was amazing too. I love Pierce, but yeah, I think Dwayne Wade has him in a. I think Dwayne Wade edges him out a little bit there. Definitely, and that's yeah, and that's why I love Wade. Wade got me into basketball. I he's always going to be my favorite player. To me, he's always going to be the best player. He's definitely number three shooting guard all time in my opinion. He's you know champion. Mm. Uh, don't 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 mm. like that sounded like that was no it, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's. No, I was just interesting take. Yeah, uh, in in my eyes, he is in. Uh, okay, uh, he uh, has contributed more. He's had one of the best finals appear uh, performances ever uh, after Jordan, and he, you know, I think it's also very fitting though that here Wade got his name by beating Dirk in the 2006 NBA finals. And then Dirk finally completed what he had been working so hard for, uh, when they beat LeBron and them in the 2010 finals. And I think it's very interesting how they both ended their careers, uh, at the same time, just kind of, uh, yeah. uh interesting serendipity kind of deal there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Dirk, I mean, he changed the game, especially with Euro stars. I mean, nobody thought Dirk was going to be good. And then he was in that NK, or NK, uh, the USA like hoop thing or whatever, just this random competition, and he just started owning people, and that's the Nike it, Hoop Summit. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. He's the second highest uh, scorer in that. Yeah, like that is so funny that he wasn't even on the first division squad in Germany. He was on the second. Yeah, like, and then he goes there and just dominates. Uh, he he really you know, expanded Euro play. He's the person that I, uh, in my lifetime, anytime I think of post-up moves in the fadeaway, Dirk had the wettest fadeaway ever. Um, he just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had his shot is not what I would define as pretty, <laughs> but it goes in. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, then that's all that's important in the end. And, and it doesn't move very fast either, but still somehow finds a way to just so easily drop in. It, it's, yeah. It's so amazing. since we're talking about that, uh, since you brought that up, I'm going to go ahead and give you my uh, Friday fun fact of the week. Oh, Friday fun fact. All right, let's go. Yeah. Do you know who the person is that scored more than him in the Nike hoop summit? No, I do not. And it's cancer. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I swear. What? How many points did he have? I don't remember, but more than... <laughs> more than... Because I remember watching it and getting... Because I knew nothing about him. Uh-huh. And I remember watching that and being like, oh my gosh, this guy is a beast. It is going to dominate college basketball. <laughs> Psych. Um, well, no, I honestly think because he dominated that game so much, 
I really think that had a lot to do with the reason why he never got ruled eligible. The NCAA was like, I don't think this guy's an amateur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gosh, that's that's a really cool fact. I would never have thought that at all. That's crazy. Yes, that's that's Michael's Friday fun fact. Well, great. brought to you by Enter Your Business Here. Oh, there you go. Plug, plug it in. Um, <laughs> so, so the next thing, and I, I was really hoping to hear Brian's reaction since he's an actual Lakers fan, but I think you still will have fun with this. What was your thoughts on? in my opinion, magic almost ruining what was supposed to be an amazing retirement focused week on Wade and Dirk by just (laughs) quitting out of nowhere. I love the take you get from all this is that he almost ruined Wade's weekend. Hey, okay. Nobody messes with Wade's retirement. (laughs) All right. This was was supposed to be a beautiful week. A lot of tears, a lot of hugs. Okay. We didn't need this crap where ESPN is leading off all their stuff about magic. No, should have been about Wade. (laughs) That's fantastic. You wear the blue tinted goggles. You wear the Wade tinted goggles. Um, Yes. (laughs) It's interesting. Did you see that news come out that, Apparently, Magic said he wanted to draft Fox, but was overruled. No. What? Could you imagine how different the projection of the Lakers would have been with Fox? Oh, completely different. I mean, he's so much better than Ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a complete player. I think think the Lakers are an absolute train wreck right now i think the entire nba management leadership commissioner they do not know what to do with lebron james lebron james has become bigger than the nba and he knows it and he's pushing it he's, he's pushing his power around with everything he's got and i i think it's becoming a disaster zone but I know uh, one reporter that is close to the Lakers organization said that it's really becoming like an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians. And I'm like, that's never a good comparison. <laughs> no, you know, that, that is never the comparison you want. Um, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's a horrible comparison to be put in. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it makes me wonder what the Lakers are going to be able to get. I mean, imagine if this ends up being LeBron's legacy that no one will go play with him in L.A. That And that's what I'm legitimately concerned about. Like, it, you, you have all these young core who now, by the way, don't have the same trade value they did a few months ago because right. Brandon Ingram, uh, you know, I hope he's okay, but he has, you know, that um, blood clot issue that got uh, destroyed or not, I don't want to say destroyed like that, but, you know, made Chris Bosh retire. Um, yeah. So he has that threatening him, which would is just horrible with how young he is and how much potential he right. has. Uh, Lonzo Ball did not have a healthy season. He's having serious ankle injuries. He still says he's not 100%, and he's been out for like a month. Um, and he still has the same dad. Yeah, which actually that was a, something that happened today in an interview where they were asking him if he was – you know, still in business with his dad, with the ball brand. And he said, no, not interested in going back to that for a while. Um, so he, he doesn't, he doesn't mess with LeVar anymore. Um, and then just the, other than that, they really don't, I mean, Kuzma, but that's it. 
Uh, yeah. All the other people are old journeymen that you're losing after this season because you had nobody under contract after this year because you wanted to make enough room to sign two uh, huge free agents. But if if I'm a free agent, I look at the Lakers like, holy crap, the dysfunction. You just had Magic Irvin Johnson. Well, technically, I should have said that the other way, but um, <laughs> quit without telling Jeannie Buss, was in the middle of his press conference that no one was expecting. It wasn't on the itinerary. He was two minutes into talking about how he's quitting, and his phone is blowing up. And a reporter asked him, hey, is that Jeannie? Does Jeannie know? And he's like, I'll talk to her later. Like, he (laughs) I mean. She knows now. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, he was kind of known for no-look passes, so it kind of does make sense. (laughs) That, yeah, that was a no look pass that just hit her right in the face. She wasn't ready. Exactly. For it. Yeah, she did not see that one. She wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, this this just looks like so much dysfunction. And then now they're saying you know that they don't want to get rid of the GM who I forget his name. I just know he's the twin of Rob Lowe. Um, and it just. It just screams dysfunction, and LeBron sometimes, admittedly, doesn't rub players the right way with how much power he has. And I, do you think it's all his breath? (laughs) No, 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 that's uh, that's blown out of proportion. Yeah, I, the the man makes too much money. I think, uh, I think he's able to keep his breath smelling somewhat decent, even though I know the reports aren't of that. Um. Yeah, I like I, I want this to become a bigger story though, because I want to be the first person to actually say breathgate. Oh my gosh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's bad. They they're gonna keep LeBron away from all the recruiting because they'll be like, All right, man, we're afraid. Your breath. It might run them out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just, I don't know what they're going to do. Could this really ruin like LeBron's legacy, Michael? Do you think this could? It depends on how this plays out. Yes. Because if he becomes, I mean, they're going to fire Walton any minute now. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, I know I made it as a joke a couple months ago. I don't know who they're going to put in as their coach. They might as well name LeBron the coach. The, the, I, I mean, you're right though. I don't know any coach. Yeah, I guess whoever it doesn't matter who they're getting in. They're gonna hire somebody that will take orders from LeBron. It's just so and this could. I mean, it, it's gonna depend. He's got to get some help there. And if people don't want to go play with him, you know who's gonna benefit from that the most is the Celtics. Oh yeah, they. In my opinion, the if, Celtics have yeah, won Anthony. If the Davis. Lakers don't end up landing these people, the Celtics are gonna get a couple of them. Yeah, the the Celtics have won the Anthony Davis lottery, in my opinion. Um, yeah. After all of this disarray and dysfunction, they're at least guaranteed him next year. Um, now, uh, like Kawhi, I don't think he goes there. I think he's enjoying yeah. the, uh, the Raptors. Um, I, I I think he stays there now. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other big names. Uh. Did Paul George sign an extension or yeah, Paul George signs an ex- signed an extension last year because he okay. was supposed to come when LeBron came and then surprised yeah. the world by signing at midnight, a three year extension with OKC. Um, and then the, the only other one is clay Thompson. 
Um, but I really doubt he's, he's going to leave. Uh, you know, he hasn't made there. Um, and then Kevin Durant, that's, that's the last yeah. free agent that is huge like that. And I, I don't, if Kevin Durant goes somewhere, it's not going to be with LeBron uh, that that's just because no, I, I, I agree. He's, he's already been given enough flack for joining the warriors that he's, he's definitely going somewhere that doesn't have, um, stars who are considered better than him. <laughs> yeah. Any chance you think he stays with the warriors? Yes. If I say, if they tell him that they are getting rid of Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Which honestly, you take Draymond out back and put him down if you need to to keep Durant. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, that's be realistic for a minute. That's not a comparison. That was I. I, I agree, but the, the 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 image of that, I just I'm just saying, whatever Durant needs to stay, if that's his only way, he's going to kick you in the balls and try to run away. It's not going to be an easy put down. <laughs> um, but you're not oh, wrong. Yeah, uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. But all we can do is sit here and watch and see what the heck happens. Um, to keep it moving. Uh, not to talk too long on this, but the Kings fired their head coach. How do you say his last name? Joger. Joger. Yes. I. It was. I. I like. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it's rough. Um. But he. They fired him before. He found out literally two minutes before he went into his meeting with Vladi Divac uh, <laughs> about the future of the team. So, like, nothing like going into the meeting where you think, like, oh, we're going to plan the future. Oh, I'm fired? Okay, well, I guess I'll still go to this meeting then. Like, yeah, but- it's, it's awkward and weird, and it makes no sense when they've had a great season. Yeah, I don't know. They are ahead of schedule, and honestly, I think that's why they fired him because I bet you they did not want him to be be this good. They still wanted to tank a little more, and that's apparently the rumors is is he Flotty fired him because he wants to bring in more guys who are on his page, and it's like you, you are you telling me you don't want to be successful? He's making he right. made De'Aaron look, uh, you know, he's progressed him so well willie's been playing well buddy healed has came alive out there like yeah what this is why the kings have nothing good (laughs) no oh yeah they're they're a train wreck always i mean what are your overall thoughts that's a surprising move i don't understand it um things are definitely progressing for them but what to see i don't know i mean hopefully they've got something in mind are they hoping that a different coach could be a free agent landing also no uh, that's not what's being reported what's being reported okay. is vladi wanted wants a coach in there that's at on his hip and okay. that doesn't sound good <laughs> yeah no that's well yeah that's a mess <laughs> i just i just feel bad for all the players who are doing well and they have to deal yeah. with that dysfunction. I feel like that's what kind of hurt DeMarcus's beginning oh, yeah. part of his career was the, just the pure dysfunction that the Kings organization is. It, and I think it's a shame because I think that's been true. That's been a big case for a lot of the really good players in the Cal era that have come out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think you could argue it. Um, Anthony Davis is the same way. John Wall, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. I think they're, 
they, they're going to these organizations that are not run well. Yeah. And even though they're playing good, they're not given enough help. It's just, you feel bad for them. And yeah, Devin you know, Booker, <laughs> Devin, man, he, he just, the Phoenix look like on paper, they do everything right. But then somehow it just ends up awful. Like they're yeah. weird. They're very, very weird. Um, but yeah, we could talk about all the different teams that just make no sense. Um, <laughs> but anyways, again, to keep the show more uh, moving, um, we we're going to talk the awards now that the season is over. Okay. And I, okay. I think we'll have some great debate here. So to start, who do you have winning the overall MVP of the league? The freak geek. Do, do you know his name? Yeah, uh, Giannis. Last name? Uh, I can't pronounce it, man. On, <laughs> I can't pronounce it. I can't say it. I, I, I even tried earlier today. I just can't do it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that one. Him. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Giannis, I've got. I've got Giannis down. I can't pronounce his last name, man. <laughs> it's all right. I've. It took me like a year to get it down, but it's because I admired him in the way he's grown. I mean, he was supposed to be a nobody in the league. Yeah. No. He's he's fun to watch, man. He's good. I think on his scouting report, someone said like his uh, ceiling was um, Nick, Nick Batum. Like, <laughs> that like not not to knock you know Batum, but uh, he's not that great. He's he's solid, yeah. but not great. Um, I agree with you. I mean, I think that was kind of everyone knew he was going to be the MVP for the season started, which is very strange. Yeah, because yeah, usually there's some sort of competition, but it was like no, Giannis is going to be that. That's why 2K already put him on the cover. They're like, yeah, he's going to be the MVP. Um, <laughs> right. So I agree with that. Now, what about your rookie of the year? Um, rookie of the year, I'm guessing is going to be uh, Luca. Uh, was it Don? Don? I can't pronounce names, man. Luca Doncic. Doncic. Yeah, that's right. Luca. Yeah. <sighs> I agree with you again, be- because by the way, I'm I have the fun facts now. Did you know that he led the Mavericks in every single statistical category this season? Wow. No, I did not. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> like, I saw, I, yeah, I knew he was like 21 points, almost eight rebounds, and six assists. Yeah, he, he led them. I mean, them that's pretty good. And when I say all major, so he led them in points, rebounds, uh, assists, steals, blocks, made shots, and uh, minutes. And yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. That like, that's crazy. I mean, for a rookie, he's not even 20 yet. Yeah, no, that's impressive. (laughs) And everyone thought Trey young might be better than him. Yeah. Uh, No kidding. Now, before I move on to the next one though, tell me what you think about this. I have been in the opinion that Luca is better than Ben Simmons. Interesting. I think Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons has a higher ceiling. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is that because of his athleticism? Yeah. Yeah. I really think. Yeah. I I really think he has the potential to be like not as good, but more magic like. Yeah. 
only if he can start hitting from outside of five foot. <laughs> That's mean, a very important part of basketball. Yes. <laughs> he can currently not do that. Um, yeah, no, that's a valid point. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, it's, it's really bad when you, I've watched the videos of like this season and when he's at the three point line, they just, people stand in the paint. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's not bad. okay. Not okay at all. Yeah. So the, the next award is, which I hope you understood what this was. I probably should have elaborated. No, uh, I got you. The most improved player of the year. Yeah. I'm going with De'Aaron Fox, and I'm biased. I get that. But he went from 11.6 to 17.3 points per game. Uh, he went from 30% to 37% from three-point range, and 4.4 assists to 7.3 assists per game. Darn. That's actually a lot of great increases. Yeah. I mean, almost up to 40% from the three. That's, that's solid. huge. Um, I he shot like that at UK. We'd already have number nine. <laughs> Look, we were close. Okay. But stupid freaking <laughs> Luke may or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, but let's not get into that. Let's not relive that awful memory um, <laughs> because monk and Fox deserved a championship. Um, but anywho, I, I'm glad that you went there because honestly, I, didn't even think about that and you saying those stats make me want to change my mind but i have to go with what i wrote down what i wrote down was d'angelo russell okay uh, um you know being traded in the way he's played for the nets i mean it, it's phenomenal this is the d'angelo russell everyone thought the lakers were going to get but of course yeah. they didn't get that somehow the freaking brooklyn nets did and it, they're they're going to reap the rewards of him being this good and he's I mean he's only 23 like geez he still has so many more years ahead of him he's just going to get better so that's yeah. who I voted for uh most improved player um what about your defensive player of the year yeah I, I th this is the hardest one for me to gauge um especially since this is the first year in a long time I didn't get the NBA package, so the amount of games I watched were down. Mm -hmm. um, but so, I, I mean, Rudy Gobert is who I'm going to go with, but that's probably just because I think he's like a common favorite to win that award. He always is because the dude averages almost like three blocks a game. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's a solid pick. Uh, I mean, Drummond, he's kind of up there. I, I think it should be the Joker. I think it should be Jokic um, because he, he's had a lot of great games. He's averaging – he's not averaging as many blocks, but he's also getting steals and blocks um, because he is versatile. Um, and plus the Nuggets have just been so good, and he deserves something because if it wasn't for Giannis and it wasn't for Harden racking up the stats like he does, Jokic would be in the conversation, but he plays in Denver for a team that's not very – you know, sought after and watched. And that's why he goes underappreciated in my opinion. Yeah. So I think he should get some sort of recognition with that. So makes sense. <laughs> I, I just, I like to show love. Plus Jamal Murray is out there. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and Vanderbilt. Uh, mm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Vanderbilt? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope a great career. I, I just, 
the injury problems he had, I think, just prevented him. And I think he was one of those players that did have a lot of people in his ear telling him it wasn't worth risking anything. Yeah. I was surprised when he went, when he only played, what was it, not even 10 games for us? Like... Yeah, it wasn't a lot. That 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 was a, a bold move, Cotton. But it's. I think yeah, yeah. I think that is our, especially with the way things are looking this year. Not to go back to Kentucky because I have a tendency to do that, but <laughs> I think that is our rock bottom in the one and done era. What last year? Yeah. Really. Yeah, I think that was because I think that was. As bad as it's going to get. Having a guy that doesn't even play more than 10 games still go pro. I think we're going to start seeing, and it's going to help that the one and done is going to go away. But I think we're going to start seeing the trend that Kentucky is going to start arguing with recruits. Do it the PJ way. Do it the Collie Stein way. Not, you know, just let's get you in here and get you out as quickly as possible. Hey, that's a great point. And I would love it because I think especially after seeing PJ and Willie. I mean, those are two good examples. They're, <clears throat> I mean, obviously Will, or PJ's not in the league yet, but if PJ goes in there and is effective as Willie has been, I mean, that is a great example. Um, yeah. I like that. What about your coach of the year, sir? Um, I don't really know. Um, I don't pay enough attention to NBA coaching. Um, I feel like NBA coaching's overrated a lot. <laughs> Ouch. Well, um, you would say that to even Brad Stevens and uh, Popovich? Yeah, I mean, I think NBA coaching's more controlling the players. I don't mean controlling them and, like, saying they're out of control, but, like, almost hurting them as opposed to coaching them. Hmm. Like, you've got all the talent there. You just have to figure out the way to get them to move as one unit. Okay. Hmm. But I guess if I had to pick, I'd go with, uh, I mean, I care and think that Milwaukee basketball is good. So, I mean, I guess I'd have to go with him because that's impressive because I never thought I'd say those words. (laughs) I know Milwaukee basketball has just always been abysmal. And the fact that Giannis has turned that around is insane. Um, that's a great one. Uh, I though am again, falling in love with the Denver nuggets. Um, I think that their head coach who I didn't even take the time to look at the name of, uh, I think you, sir, whoever you are, um, should be the coach of the year because, but I I think, I think you, you know, proved my argument right there when I said Milwaukee and you mentioned Giannis leading them to the playoff run Yeah, and how good they are. I mean, I feel like that's where it is with coaching. I feel like, you need somebody who's better. Like in college, the coaches are almost the focus in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, they need to not want to be the focus. They need to be more about keeping, just keeping things going. True. I feel like the more we're focused on the coaching, uh, you're typically it's cause you're in the hot seat. And yeah. unless you are like those, you know, few and far between coaches like Brad Stevens and, Popovich and Rivers and th- stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that it's a matter of like, they're not coaching. I'm sure they, all those coaches are given information um, that's valuable to all the players. I just feel like it's the NBA more than any other league is more player driven. Well, it's cause I, it, it, 
it, it's a star-studded league. I mean, it, it, that's, yeah. that's why I love NBA. Uh, is And one player makes more impact in NBA than in basketball than it does in any other sport. Yeah, and that's why I love basketball. It is, yeah. you know, you can truly be dominant even, you know, if you are the lesser team, if you have that one player, you stand a chance. Um, so, and then the last one, who are your five players on the all NBA first team? Okay. I got Steph Curry. Okay. James Harden. Okay. Paul George. Yep. Giannis. And that's where I'm stopping. <laughs> okay. And Joel Embiid. Whoa. Joel. First yep. team? Woo. Yep. That man, he's good. He's good. He is. But I just uh I didn't think about that. That's uh that's a good pick. Uh I would love to have that as my team, personally. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think I could win with that. <laughs> maybe. Um so I'm gonna be a little biased in my yeah. NBA first team. Um so uh at point guard I have Steph Curry. Okay. At uh, shooting guard, I have Dwayne Wade. Aww. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding because I know that absolutely yeah. will not happen. Um, right. But I, I love D-Wade. Uh, so it'll be James Harden at shooting guard. Uh, okay. Small forward is Giannis. Um, okay. Power forward, and this is kind of where – you. It, I just didn't know where you're putting them at. I mean, you can move Giannis down to the four or whatever, or, or cause yeah. it just had to be forward. But um, I agree with you, Paul George. Yeah. Because it's insane that he's done so well while <laughs> still playing next to the guy that for the third season in a row just averaged a triple-double. Like, what the heck? OKC should be much better than their record shows. So that's, that's kind of the interesting thing about them. But anyways, um, my center – is take a guess. I think you know who I'm going to go with. Anthony Davis? No, no. A- Anthony <laughs> didn't play enough this year to. Uh, nah, he didn't that. play enough this year. Um, yeah. It's uh, Jokic. Because um, again, I don't think the Nuggets are getting enough credit. Like everyone is overlooking them. I understand because they're in the same conference as the Warriors, but they are a good team. They are a good team. And they're just going to get better because everyone on that squad is young. Nobody's old yeah. at all. And they all have them under great contracts. Like they're the Nuggets are going to be successful. Um so because we've talked longer on everything than I actually thought we would, which is there's no problem about that. Rather than uh, what I have wrote down is make picks for the NBA playoffs round by round. Uh, let's go ahead and just uh, cut it down. And who do we think gets to the finals for the East and West? Well, why don't we just worry? Why don't we just do the first round? You just want to do the first round? We'll just do the first round and then we'll do the next round later. Okay. I like that. The following rounds later. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Uh, where do we want to start? Well, okay, since we're talking NBA, we should start out West. Because okay. in college, you only talk about East Coast basketball. In the NBA, West Coast is where it's at. Okay, I like that. So, yeah. with the West, we have on Saturday kicking off for them, the Clippers versus the Warriors. Who do you have winning this series? I got the Warriors, and I think they're only going to lose like one game. You think though they're going to lose one to the Clippers, or you just mean one over? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, no, one game to the Clippers. What? I I think they're gonna sweep them. I mean, I mean, they they're they're definitely it's a sweet possibility. Uh-huh. I just feel like they're not gonna be paying as much attention as they should. That's true because uh, if anyone knows what happens when you go back to back to back to back to the finals, you tend to stop caring. Okay, that's what happened in Miami. <laughs> they. They the that 2014 run was just rough. Because, I just think you're gonna have a game where the Clippers are hitting everything, and then it's gonna come down to the end. And instead of, you know, honestly, whichever one of their all stars takes that last shot, instead of that shot going in, it's just gonna go in and out. And so they're like, oh, we lost one by like a point. Uh, I wish I could just be like, uh, oh well. Uh, yeah. On to the next one. Uh, what about? Uh, I would love to see though if uh. Alexander gets a chance to shine. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, then uh, we have the Spurs versus the Nuggets. Who do you got? Um, I think Denver's gonna win that one. Damn right they are. Pretty um, easily. <laughs> do four zero sweep or four one? Man, sweeps are just hard. I guess they. Yeah, I'll probably go four one with them too. I go four one because of Pop. I I don't yeah pop doesn't get swept I mean yeah. it's never that happened. makes sense. Um, then we have the Thunder versus the Trailblazers, which again, this this is the one that I'm the most intrigued in. What your pick is? Who do you got? I got Oklahoma City. I think they're gonna win four to three. Really? Yeah. What What makes you just say that? <laughs> uh, just the uh, the superstar talent of Westbrook. Over CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard? Yeah. Wasn't it um wasn't Portland against um Anthony Davis last year? Yes. And, and the Pelicans? Anthony Davis knocked him out. Yeah. I, I see the exact same thing happening. I mean, it's uh I I just OKC though was just weird though. They they were their record is not as good as like their play was. So I do have a little bit of reservations. Um and you know, D Money, Damian Lillard, like he goes off in the playoffs. Um Yeah. He he's very famous for hitting that uh three to knock out the Rockets. Um I mean it really depends on what kind of play he gets from around him because he does have some good pieces playing alongside him. Um, yeah. This one was hard for me. I'm like you. I think it's going to go to seven. Um, but I'm actually going to take Portland. I I think that it's just they're just not going to be able to do it. I mean, they lost to the Jazz last year, and I think Portland is pretty close to the talent of the Jazz, so I think that they can knock out the Thunder. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, now last we have the Jazz versus the Rockets. Who you got? I got the Rockets in another close series. Oh, you think this will be close? Yeah, I do. How close? Um, maybe at worst four to two. I I want to see the Jazz do good. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is just amazing. He's good, man. I mean. Yeah, he's really overcome having gone to Louisville in college. 
to really become a good basketball player. I knew you were going to say something like that. And I was going to more put it like it pains me to say that he's amazing because he came from Louisville. But I just love how you always spin it to a somewhat more positive light and be like, you know what? I'm just glad he overcame that poor decision in his life and has really rebounded it and gone on his way, you know, to be. It's it's really it's really shown an improvement in decision making. It really has. <laughs> oh, time out before we do the East really quickly. Yeah. Uh, UC coach going to UCLA. Um, first off, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I'm going to sum it up here very easily. UCLA is now the Indiana of the West. Great. Uh, <laughs> next, did you hear that UC is potentially looking at bringing in Patino? Oh, that's a beautiful fit. Oh, I would love that. You would love that? (laughs) Yes. I was, my jaw dropped when I saw that that was what UC was looking into because apparently majority of their boosters and stuff want Patino to come coach them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I don't understand how Patino is not UNLV's coach yet. How? (laughs) Because he's in Greece. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He is the perfect fit for UNLV. Hookers are even legal there. Oh, my God. I mean, everything would be perfect for him there. But UC is another great fit for him. You know, I kind of wonder why Rick Pitino hasn't switched his system to the under five second or under seven seconds. That's nope. fantastic. Okay. I, I thought that was a swing and a miss, but then, okay. Yeah, no. That, no, that's fantastic. I, uh, <laughs> that's all no he's oh i i want rick patino back in college for my entertainment for your <laughs> what was it when brian was on here where we talked about how rick patino like you know tore down louisville and that's why he really has always been greatest kentucky coach of all yeah. time he was so dedicated <laughs> he went and took down our rival oh it's beautiful i kind of want to make a t-shirt to sell to our fans with like that just on you know on the front what does he call his twitter followers oh i have no idea Petwinos, between oh gosh oh it's something that bad if he goes and coaches at uc i will make an agreement now that i will have a t-shirt made with that on it and it'll say like i'm the biggest petwito or whatever he calls them Uh and try to get like as close to behind him as i can that is amazing. All right. Plans are going into action here. Uh, you heard it here first. We're reporting that UC now will hire Rick Patino so Michael can do this uh, act. Um, so, East, <laughs> the not as exciting side, in my opinion. Um, yeah. 76ers versus the Nets. Who you got? Um, I got 76, 76ers. Uh, 4-1, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because the the Nets are good. D'Angelo is good. Jared Allen's good, but that's really all they have. So they still have a long way to go. They're still the Nets. <laughs> that regrettably, yes. Um, <laughs> the Raptors versus the Magic. Who you got? Uh, Toronto. Obviously, because if we didn't pick them, I don't know. I just feel wrong. It's so funny though. Like you replace Demar Derozan who loved Toronto and everything, but everyone still like had no trust for them. And you replace them with a guy like Kawhi. And then you're like, Oh yeah, they're going to take care of everything. Like, yeah. He just, that man doesn't lose. He has, he's been taught by Popovich. Um, 
Then we have the Celtics versus the Pacers, which the series would have been so much better if they had Victor Oladipo, but sadly they do not. Which, yeah, which is why Boston wins. I just feel so bad. Like, they, I, in my opinion, they could have beat Boston with Oladipo. It, it would have been yeah. much better. Um, and then somehow... Um, the, uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Pistons. I didn't even know the Pistons were going to get in, but they did because my Miami, Miami, he was too busy celebrating Dwayne Wade and lost like four of the last five. Um, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're distracted, but we love Wade. Uh, and I, I think I know who you got in this one as well. Yeah. I'm going to go Milwaukee. Good job because they're led by Giannis. Yep. Okay, great, great talk. Uh, <laughs> well, there you have it. There's our NBA picks. Um, I think that that is everything we want to talk about today. Is there any other fun little factoid or thing that you want to throw out there before we conclude today's show, sir? No, I've I've already thrown out my uh, Friday fun fact that is currently looking for a sponsor. <laughs> yes, you you heard it here first. Fun fact Friday. <laughs> needs a sponsor for that segment if you know anybody who is interested please contact us we will make this happen uh i can only imagine what could possibly sponsor that it would be amazing Um, yes i mean if we don't get a sponsor i'll just start making up fake companies with like by making fun of patino or something oh gosh don't no are you going to turn the patino thing into brian's urban meyer thing I hope both happen personally, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I need more Rick Pitino in my life. I don't know why it's, it's so comical there. Okay. There's one more thing before we go. Have you yeah. seen the, uh, the joke that Dan Lebatard who uh, works with ESPN has about Rick Pitino? I don't think so. So he, they claim that he's a vampire. Um, Oh, well, that's, yeah, and that's been, legitimate. And been around for centuries. Um, But what's great is they had Jay Billis, okay, do a little act where he, when he went and uh, interviewed Bettino uh, after the whole scandal and everything, talking about all of his uh, requests and stuff. And I think you need to check it out because okay. it's hilarious <laughs> and it's the one time I like Jay Billis. <laughs> That's fantastic. I I will send it to you. We can lull. I wish I could just plug it in right now, but I'm pretty sure that's not legal. So we're we're gonna have to let everyone Google that and listen to it. It's it's amazing. You'll laugh at it, especially if you love laughing with and or at Patino. It's usually at the same time. Um, so. Yeah, that's 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 truth. All right. So I think this is going to conclude today's show. Thank you again, Michael, for uh, joining us. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to get Brian in with us next week. We'll have to wait and see, but um, you know, I always appreciate when you join, it makes my life so much more fun to have conversation rather than just talking to myself as I stare against a blank wall. So I appreciate that. (laughs) I'm glad that I'm better than a blank wall, man. Anytime. (laughs) I mean that, that means a lot. So, All right, everyone, I hope you have a fantastic Friday. Uh, Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, Give us a rating, five stars, hopefully, if you love the show. 
Um, and again, make sure you tune in Monday to hear our interview with Tyler Sharp. And uh, I'll, I'll be yeah. back to talk to you all then. So give us five stars and tell us your favorite Rick Patino story in the comment section. Yes, do that. That below. would be fantastic. That would be great. All right. So everyone, enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back to you to talk to you all on Monday.